everyone, I'm your host Dr. Priya, online marketing and sales coach, helping solopreneurs and small businesses to make more money by making small pivots to their mindset, marketing and sales. I help businesses with my holistic power strategy and acronym for five core areas of your business like product and pricing, online and offline presence, warm lead generation pipeline, evaluating sales processes, retainer or retargeting existing client strategies. This will be a game changer where I audit and execute pivots for you to understand your current processes and systems in place and identify gaps that are keeping you stuck. Follow me on Instagram. My handle is Dr. Priya Jagannathan. I'll leave it in the show notes below and send me a DM to discuss your challenges. Let's grow together. Welcome to Pivot to Thrive podcast. Hey everyone, I'm so excited and nervous, nervously excited for this particular episode. I have really been thinking about this particular topic for a while, but struggled to really get it done. You know, I've recorded more than 50 podcast episodes, maybe 220-ish YouTube videos without a script or a draft. Normally, I just do my research, have few pointers with me and just hit record. It goes without much edit, splice, except the front and the last bit where I hit start and stop. But today's topic being a very sensitive one, especially the fear of judgment that I had, has made me script this particular topic and stick to the subject and give more clarity around this taboo topic. So disclaimer, I want you to focus on the content and not focus on judging me as an individual. And I'm pretty sure you would have listened to me mention multiple times that my entire life has been around growing up with men and I was born in a male dominant family. Basically, I think I've, I have more than 19 cousin brothers and uncles and friends. I've always been, um, you know, surrounded by men. So I never acted or behaved like a girl, never had much of femininity in me and it's contradictory because I studied in an all-girls school, even my undergraduate college was in a girls school and college and my friendship circle was very very tiny due to the fact that I could only put up with girls like me who were not typically girl-like, like tomboyish, uh, more broad-minded and not sweat about the little stuff and giggle and laugh, um, easygoing, no bullshit, no drama. And it's very hard to find such girls in especially the fact that I grew up in the most conservative part of South India. So in India, South is more conservative, traditional than the North. And I belong to the extreme conservative part of South India, which is Tamil Nadu. And with that bit of background, I want to talk about how I intentionally harnessed the power of femininity or feminine energy and applied it to my business. When I was side hustling along with a full-time job, you know, family, children, YouTube, podcast and whatnot, I was constantly in a hustle mode. I could not shut my brain. I, I would completely operate my business 
and my life from a masculine energy. So mostly, you know, masculine energy is more of doing and feminine energy is more of being. So masculinity is more of giving. So I've always been a giver and hardly been a receiver in life. So anything I have to execute it, I have to do it um, and not just sit and, you know, meditate and manifest. That was not me. In my uh, personal development journey, uh, along with the other woohoo stuff, you know, if you are into business, you would believe that business is not just about strategies. It's about a lot of woohoo stuff like smudging sage and having your crystals and uh, oracle cards and whatnot. In that particular process, I also bumped into discovering more about the difference between masculine and feminine energy. And the difference basically could come from different cultures explaining it differently and for example there's yin and yang shiva and shakti there are different cultural spiritual references to those as well but i'm just going to give you some pointers as in how you can really find out if you're operating uh, from a masculine energy in different context for example at work, if you're in a nine to five or if you're in business, if you're always doing, if you're always in the competitive spirit, you're pushing yourself too hard, you're really obsessed with getting tasks done and you can't really slow down and relax or you just even forget to eat, you don't take breaks in between, you just stuck to your chair. So that's more of a masculine energy if you're doing it uh, not by chance but you really choose to do it that way in case of love and relationship you find it very hard to express yourself meaning you know even being sensitive and vulnerable you come off as really aggressive authoritarian you micromanage and you are the person who arranges dates liaises you know with restaurants books table and you're very controlling and you know you always show off as independent that you you always make the man feel a little intimidated and you're chasing you're seeking and you have really problems in receiving pleasure you want to give pleasure but you don't want to really slow down and be receptive then that is definitely an evidence that you're operating from a masculine energy in love and relationship so i Oh my God, I struggle with this a lot. Yeah, and that's why my relationship experience in life is like, you know, zero minimum, I can say. So when people talk about this masculine energy, I'm sure I've spoken to a lot of people when I started researching about this topic, uh, women in business, they agree that they are expressing their energy, they're expressing the way they do task in a very masculine way. And some of the reasons which could cause this uh, masculine energy could be having a role model or even a mother. Imagine I had a daughter. She would definitely be operating from a masculine energy because she'll see me all the way, like the go-getter, get things done. I'm not someone who's going to you know, focus more on cooking a nice meal. I would rather do business and give my kids a sandwich. And I don't have any shame in saying this because that is my priority and that is how I operate. So for me, my mother was not like that. She was a typical homemaker, but she always inspired me to do things that she could never have done or she never got a chance to do. 
So she is the reason what I am today because she gave me all the freedom. She created these opportunities and she made me do things. She grew me up in a completely tomboyish type because she could not do that having you know gotten married at the age of 16. So having a mother or any other female role model with a lot of masculine energy and you look up to them and you want to be them, that could be a major reason on why you're operating from a masculine energy. Um, some people due to the childhood abuse or violence in any shape or form, as a woman they feel very victimized and that could be another reason why they operate from a masculine energy and living in a society that makes you feel having more masculine traits is you know more valuable and that is seen as a superior um, being compared to a woman so that way you try to be more masculine so it's basically masculine energy or operating from a masculine energy coming off as more masculine is a way people use to protect themselves it's a coping mechanism to feel more in control and in power. So while I was doing this research about how to operate from a feminine energy, I definitely want to be receiving, right? I don't want to be doing. Who wants to do the hard work, okay? You want to be receptive. You want to go to the universe and say, look, I want this and just sit back, relax and let the universe do things for you. So when I was researching about this masculine and feminine energy, affirmations and embodiments, you've heard, of, you've heard me talk about this a lot, I came across this particular concept called orgasmic manifestation. The idea that you can really harness your sexual energy to achieve goals. This particular concept basically combines the law of attraction. So I'm sure you all know what is law of attraction, the belief that you attract into your lives whatever you focus on. So make sure you focus on the good stuff, which is hard, right? Our brain obviously tricks us into thinking something negative. It's always hard work to think positive and believe that something good is going to happen. So you combine the power of law of attraction with visualization techniques and the most powerful feminine orgasmic energy. I am yet to research if it still works on men, like everybody has orgasm, everybody has energy, but there's very few uh, literatures or articles that talk about male orgasmic energy or male orgasmic manifestation. So I'm gonna stick to something proven, I'm gonna stick to something that I know, experienced and had success. So. I was completely unaware, right, that orgasms can help manifesting desires and also make dreams come true. But I was curious to try. I mean, who will not be curious to try this, right? And I read more and more articles. So the analytical doctorate in me helped me to research. I read a lot of articles, especially when it, you get into business, the woohoo stuff follows you naturally. Trust me on this. So I read a book called Waking the Witch, uh, Reflections on Women, Magic and Power by an author called Pam Grossman. And in that book, he quotes, focusing on what it is you are hoping to manifest with so much attention that you can feel it in your whole body. It can be an image, it can be a sentence, even just a word, but the key is to infuse it with as much intense 
directed energy as you can. This is so beautiful. It summarizes the entire concept in just few lines. So there's another author of Witches, Sluts, Feminist, Conjuring the Self-Positive um, by uh, Kristen Soli. So in that book, um, she quotes, when you start to masturbate, tuning into the goal you have in mind and channel all of the electric energy of your orgasm into that visualization will allow your energy to mystically connect with your intention and give it power, potentially enabling it to come true. She doesn't promise. No one can promise this, right? So it's not a promised technique, but it is a proven technique which has worked wonders for so many people. So in the world of witchcraft, this is called as sex magic. And it can be a very, very powerful way to implement goals and manifest dreams, all by concentrating and releasing a person's personal energy into the whole universe. According to witchcraft in the sensual space, they usually consider orgasms to be the ultimate magical force. In fact, they also, you know, a lot of researchers say orgasms can help the body to cleanse, produce magical power, and it also um, elevates the inner witchy spirit. I call myself a witch. Every full moon, I'm in that witchy zone, trying to cleanse my crystals, trying to recharge my crystals, trying to, you know, uh, drink the water that I've kept under the moonlight. So you get into all these woohoo stuff, really. So when you try to manifest, it can be about anything and everything. It could be a pay rise at work. It could be a promotion you're trying to get. It could be buying a new home. It could be buying a new car. It could be setting up income goals. It can be anything in the world. I would call it a three-step process. This is where the meat of the uh, podcast begins. So the first step is you set an intention, a very clear intention and then stimulate yourself sexually while using your imagination to eroticize your intention. So it could be work, it could be completely professional, but you stimulate the sexual intention, sexual energy onto your intention. And step three is visualize every tiny aspect of your intention in the present tense, meaning it's already happened. So if you're, for example, if you're trying to manifest a new dream home, you should imagine yourself inside the house, just sitting in the lounge, what type of lounge you want, what type of uh, floorboards, what color of the wall painting and kitchen, how do you want your kitchen to look like, your backyard, go into every finer detail that you actually own that place. So visualizing with greater attention to detail is the key for success. And when you reach orgasm, the powerful sensual energy with the specific right intention is released into the universe. And it begins to attract the ideal place and it manifests in your life for real. And I must warn you here, it's not a get-rich-quick or an overnight success scheme. While manifesting, it's very, very crucial that you have a very clear intention. It's a very grounded exercise. 
you meditate on that particular intention and its outcome and it's also understanding why you want that particular um, dream come true or why are you setting that intention in the first place. But having a very specific intention will help you to grow and amplify your dreams. So make sure you set the intention very, very specific. So basically, I started to experiment this um, early January this year. So January 2022, as I record this episode, this is, um, you know, 23rd of April 2022. So I went all in from January and my intention was to have 30,000 a month uh, in my business. And it looked like a lot, right? So 10,000 is not a big deal. I didn't want to undergo in this particular uh, technique. So I was like, I'm going to set a 30,000 month in my business. And by mid-March, I reached it. And I was like, oh my God, this is working. And I raised the bar. I'm like, okay, let me see if I can make 50,000 by March because I, I, I still have a fortnight, like two weeks to go. And you wouldn't believe on 31st of March afternoon, I signed another client around 2.30 and that made my March month sale 49,600, almost 50 grand, right? I'm just going to consider this a 50K month. So the reason I owe my success of this particular, though I was networking, I was doing all the work. I was not just sitting and masturbating, right? <laughs> so that's not how it works. So the reason I owe this to my technique was because I truly believe this technique was working. I truly believe that the energy and my belief system was strengthened by this. And I know embodiment technique works for me, right? When I walk into a room to do a guest speaking, I walk in like I'm, I'm a fucking millionaire, okay? And I can transform your life. And that's the kind of energy that I walk into a room right so embodiment as you know is more powerful than affirmations because they're not superficial and they really tend to program your brain to believe that whatever you think about you i'm not a millionaire yet but i believe and behave like one so that's embodiment technique and personally i mean i find masturbation with intention takes longer and a lot of effort um, because you're just not focusing on the pleasure and it's hard, right? It, it takes a lot of hard work to get into that zone where you're not doing it for pleasure, but you're doing it for a set intention. It's like a ritual. It's a very spiritual ritual. So there's no dirty-minded, narrow-minded thoughts here. It's a very spiritual ritual where you strengthen your belief system and it's an intentional practice that I would personally recommend only for masturbation. However, people do... Uh, do orgasmic manifestation when they have you know an intimate moment with their partner you can do it even when you're having um, sex with someone but I would say you you reserve that aspect for sharing an intimate moment rather than it's hard to focus um, thinking about business and money and other goals when you're actually wanting to share an intimate moment with somebody so that's about the woohoo stuff. But when you talk, think about this scientifically, there are a lot of evidences that support this. And it has a whole lot of biochemical perspective attached to it. So basically, when the female um, or a male reaches orgasm, it activates the pleasure center of the brain, releasing a lot of endorphins. And there is a um, lot of research that happened. A specific one from university in Netherlands found that 
when men and women reach orgasm, there is a region of the brain uh, that is responsible for behavior control temporarily shuts down, meaning you're no more focusing on being well behaved, uh, practical and think about being logical and analytical. So you are just gone into a numb zone where you can just be who you are. You can be as silly as you want. You can be as dirty as you want. So that perspective is what makes you think beyond what is possible. I never thought $50,000 in a month was possible for me to be honest, but it happened. And I'm not going to say just because I masturbated, it happened. It did happen with a lot of um, things that I did that supported things to happen, but it's still a lot of work in the belief in the brain because whatever you think, you get it. You want it, you get it. That's it. So in terms of the health perspective, orgasm leads to a feeling of euphoria. And you know, it's the pleasure zone that reduces stress, depression, anxiety, releases tension. It also circulates uh, blood better. And that's why you feel so sharp, especially women. Uh, I mean, I would, you know, it's a whole different thing for men, right? So once they're done, they're done. They cannot think through clearly after that. For me, it's always been like, oh my God, even after an intense session, I'll be like, what next? I'll be so fucking mentally sharp. I just want to do some work after having an intense session. So that's, that's normally me. And I now have an evidence that's backed up. Like it really, really, because of the blood supply, you, you're super pumped, you're mentally really sharp and you want to get things done and your entire body feels rejuvenated. And obviously it inhibits aging. Um, so yeah, why not try it? Now from an energetic perspective, this is very crucial, right? So the body really opens up to a state of receptivity. This is where it's important, the feminine energy combines because when I'm operating from a masculine energy, I'm more of doing, giving. But a feminine energy, I'm more in the receptive state where all the chakras of my body are aligned to receive the unrestricted flow of energy. So it's basically, you know, they say it's a vibration of the physical aspect of you, your body, and combining or aligning really well with the non-physical aspect of you, which is your mindset, your belief system, okay, your thoughts. So everything, when you're setting your intention of buying your dream home, your body is going to believe that because you are arousing your body to believe that to happen. And your thoughts and the intentions that you set really align with your um, subconscious state and your conscious state and it makes it happen to you. So it makes a lot of sense even scientifically when you think about it. So the next point is very, very crucial. So during orgasm, the awareness of your own identity or ego is completely dissolved. So you can really touch your infinite potential and nature. When you're in that zone of pleasure, when you're in that zone of orgasmic sensual energy, there's absolutely zero ego within yourself or with the person you're sharing. And that's the main reason um, that this particular orgasmic uh, energy has been used as a tool in spirituality to reach a very, very high state of consciousness and enlightenment. So, for example, Tantra is a very, very well-known example of sexual practice used as a doorway of enlightenment. So, 
these are different evidences that backs up this particular process it's known to be powerful it is powerful and i'm going to be using this as part of my mindset and embodiment practice for anything related to my life and business any goals that i set i'm going to use this as a tool not maybe all in like how i went for two months but this is going to be part of the process on how i'm going to get things done to strengthen my belief system and to really harness my feminine sensual energy and i really hope you got value out of this episode focusing on the actual content and not judging me and my practice as an individual um, i care at least but it, i'm just making a point there the focus should be more on the content so my basic justification to this particular practice would be if i can make money through pleasure why not that's it so i really hope you enjoyed listening to this episode as much as i enjoyed recording it for you and um, let me know if you have success through orgasmic manifestation in any aspect of your life and business and i will see you all in the next episode i hope you enjoyed listening to this episode and found your favorite pivot strategy to grow your business i look forward to seeing you in the next episode take care till then and keep smiling